welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Razia Mirza, better known as Razi. Estepreneur is a podcast where estheticians can learn how to become successful entrepreneurs. I'm an Afghan immigrant, retired U.S. Army surgical assist. I have been a licensed esthetician for past 10 years and a business owner for four years. I have made many mistakes in my career and faced many failures, which made me into a better businesswoman and an esthetician. You will learn everything about starting your own aesthetics practice in this podcast. So let's get this shit started. And by the way, I unapologetically curse a lot. So be ready for that. Hi guys, welcome to the Estepreneur podcast with your host Razi. I have been waiting to have her on the podcast for a really, really long time. Uh, Sasha Feduncuk who is the owner of Daring Creative Co. She has had her own tanning spa. She has been very popular right now in the aesthetic industry among all estheticians. She is actually the genius brain behind most of the brand strategies you are going to see in social media with a lot of estheticians. I wanted to have her on the podcast today so she can educate us, give us a little bit of an idea about branding, marketing, all of the new amazing things she's doing. Because honestly, when I see the content that she helps estheticians to create, the website she helps estheticians to create, it makes you stand out in the whole crowd. So welcome, Sasha. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Also a little nervous, so you're not alone, but I cannot (laughs) wait to have this conversation. It was a long time ago when I saw your stuff and I wanted to work with you. And I was like, it would be so great to have her on a podcast where she can share a little bit of a knowledge and information about branding. Because honestly, we as estheticians only know how to do the treatment marketing maybe we can create a post here and there on canva but the brand strategy is something that it kind of like breaks and makes the whole business it can set you apart from the whole industry and you are the expert in that you have helped me with my virtual acne boot camp which by the way sells like a crazy i don't even have to do anything i just send them the information and people book right away because it's just worded so well like people people just feel like, okay, this is something that they want. So you really not just create websites, but basically help us make the sales. How did that start it? Um, My career, before I even did the spray tan salon or ran Daring Creative, I, a thousand years ago now, like I'm not a spring chicken. So back in what, 2010, 2011, um, I went to grad school for rhetorical communication, which sounds fancy, but really it's just influence. So the things I studied way back when is like things like, you know, political speeches and huge influential figures in history and how they got people to create these big movements, sometimes good, sometimes bad, right? Understanding basically how language has the power to completely influence a group of people, a nation, you know, a world in one way or another, whether that's through media, we did a lot of media studies, obviously, um, or just looking at like influential figures. And I took all of that and I actually started working in corporate communications. So I did corporate communications and marketing for about 10, 12 years before I ever went out on my own. And I always worked with like the C-level, the global leaders on, you know, global communication initiatives. And then I eventually transitioned to marketing. But the thing that all of that has in common, even with brand strategy with estheticians at the core is just communication. And I think that's something that 
most of us struggle with because we don't learn that in any school, not as not aesthetic school, not, you know, elementary school or high school. And so when you learn, I call it like the art and science of influence, just how to connect with people, how to communicate with people. Yes, absolutely. You can influence them to buy, right? I always say it's not about the pretty logo. It's about deeply knowing who your customer is, connecting with them so that they trust you and buy from you. And so that's what I've been lucky enough to do with like 30 estheticians so far in the past couple of years. Um, I really love you guys and your whole industry. Oh my God, you have actually changed the industry, honestly, Sasha. Watch it, wait and watch, see how all the estheticians are going to reach out to you once yeah. the, once they see more. Because estheticians, we're like a small community. And when we see one estheticians doing well with something, we're like, okay, this can also benefit me as well. So we all leech on that. It's kind of like that, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, what I have, uh, I wanted to ask you is that, what is the difference in a website that you make versus if somebody were to go to somebody else? Like what makes you, you and makes you stand apart from the rest of the, your industry? Yeah. So I think, you know, website is just one thing that we do, right? Website is kind of like to think of it in your industry. It's like microdermabrasion, right? It's like one of the techniques or one of the things that you might do. Uh, one of the modalities to clear the skin, but you know, that's not the only thing that's going to clear the skin, right? So the thing that sets us apart is just like some of my favorite estheticians, yourself included, we go much deeper. We go beyond the, the skin, beyond the website. And we start with the brand strategy with all of our client projects, meaning we, what a brand strategy, it's like thrown around a lot. Like, what does it even mean? But ultimately, it just boils down to what makes you different, what makes you better, and how can we communicate that to your potential customer? So once we understand that, that foundation, then we can say, okay, based on that information, what kind of visuals make sense to make sure you look distinct, to make sure you don't look like everybody else? And then once we have visuals, we have brand strategy, then we can move into the website to say, okay, now how do we put those messages out there in a great user experience that when a person lands on your website, they're going to have all their questions answered. They're going to fall in love with the visuals. You're going to build trust implicitly and they're going to pick you at the end of the day. That's why you invest, you know, thousands of dollars because you obviously want to make that return on investment back, but It helps you to share who your brand is, which ultimately is like, think of it as like your reputation, right? And so just like some of the best estheticians I've worked with, I think we pride ourselves on going much deeper than just like, oh, that's a pretty website. It looks different from the next esthetician next door. Yeah, there's a lot of like strategy involved. Probably I think I get a little bit of an idea of that when we did the virtual acne bootcamp. And so many things... um, I didn't even know that I was offering to people because I, I I just knew that I'm like clearing acne. I didn't know what other pain points I was helping them with. And you kind of helped me figure those things out by asking, we did the call and asking all those questions kind of like, I was like, 
oh god i never thought about this thing before like it never made sense all i was thinking about is like i just want to help somebody clear their skin and you just have to book an appointment with me but why to book an appointment with me what makes me different why should you be picking me over somebody else those questions i never asked them before and you kind of like answered all of those which made the sale process much more easier where i didn't have to like convince the client they're already convinced once they see the description of the virtual acne boot camp they're like okay i'm the candidate i gotta go book it so i don't mm-hmm. have to sell them anything and i think that that is the same uh, thing with the with most of these uh, brand strategies that you're doing so do you suggest an esthetician who's starting up like where should they where should they actually begin and if they for example want to like work with you but cannot work at the moment what is that you suggest them to do in order to figure out what their brand is like what plays a huge role in building that brand yeah um so a couple of really great questions here let me go back to what you were kind of mentioning with our conversation that we had that consult call that's like um what we did is like a shortened version of our vip day that i offer now um called sell your signature service and so what was so cool with you rosie is like you were just saying all of these incredible things and my jaw was like on the ground and saying you know what you're basically sharing here is what's going to make the sales, right? A lot of people are afraid of just like pushing products or pushing a program or pushing a service. But the approach that I think you've taken so well now is you're sharing your opinions, you're sharing your approach. And just by sharing it in a way that's connected to your customer, remember we talked about objections and things like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's become much easier for you. Like I remember when you were talking about you know, um, I forget how you said it, but like your skin is the beaker and you're the chemist and like even just storytelling in that way where you can visually see, oh, this is what she's really good at. This is what she's an expert in. And when you talked about, um, the fact that like, you don't have to touch the skin to heal the skin. Like no one else says that. And by the way, you can't say that if you listen to this podcast, cause that's Rosie's, you can't say it, it came out of her mouth first. Um, but that was so unique. Right. And that was kind of your angle with this whole program. And so by taking a stance and by sharing, you know, sharing what you know and what you believe, but what we also did is connect it to what that customer is going through way more than just, I have acne, I want to clear it, right? That's what hopefully will continue to make this program really successful for you. Um, so that was just, I wanted to like comment on how good of a job you've been doing with all of that and how this information is already, it was already in you. It was just about like pulling it out and kind of putting the puzzle pieces in the right way, if that makes sense. Um, okay. So Let me get back to your other question about brand strategy and like, when is the right time to look at brand strategy? Was that the question you asked in terms of your career? You know, listen, I've had some clients, I've had another esthetician client in Philadelphia. She went out on her own. Uh, We worked together, brand strategy, branding, website. She's since been with us with our design on demand We've done one photo video shoot. I'm going out there next week to do another with her. She's been with us her entire, what has it been now, about eight months, and she's doing insanely well. It's why she continues to invest 
in us because she always sees that return on investment. And it's helped her from the beginning to feel like she's not wasting time. She's got the right support. She knows exactly what she wants to do. Everything looks incredibly professional, which helps her to feel like she's taken more seriously. But the difference with this particular client that not everybody has is she had a very specific vision. Now, not everyone when they're just starting out has a specific vision. So my advice is if you don't have a specific vision with what you're trying to create, not only with you know your logo or your website, but a really specific vision for your business that you want, you're like ambitious and hungry to hit in the next one to three years, I would say spend one to two years DIYing it, learning, you know, trying to figure it out on your own, basically doing as much trial and error as possible. Because otherwise, you might invest a ton of money into brand strategy and branding and all of this kind of stuff and a year later change your mind. So it really is kind of a personal decision to say, how clear am I on this vision? Do I need the support right now? Or do I feel like I need some time to kind of figure things out on my own? Everybody is a different case. Yeah. I, by the way, wanted to tell you that uh, since the time we did the virtual acne bootcamp, now as my school and everything is busy, I haven't been able to basically create any content reg- uh, around the virtual acne bootcamp, but I have mm-hmm. still like talked about it on my DMs and stuff. I've still been able to make eight times the investment I did with you. So eight times is a huge number, in my opinion, when you are making an investment in like selling a service, which at the end of the day, I'm not like a salesman. I don't know sometimes how to sell things. All I know is how to solve your problem. Um, but it's just like that doing it the right way can make the whole process much easier. So if anybody is interested in listening to this podcast is like, I want to invest in branding. I want to do a brand strategy or something for my business. And if you uh, do a consult with Sasha, first of all, she's very understanding. She would make the whole process much more easier for you guys. Um, Payment plans are there. Like it's not, she's not just only in there like, oh, I just want to take your money. She really genuinely wants to help. And that's what sets her apart from everybody else in the industry. I know I can rely on this person. This person can see the vision of my business and they can actually transform my vision into an actual reality. That's why I think I, I loved working with you and we continue to now even lo- now bring my husband on board that he is now gonna work with you is because um, I know that there's an the ROI is much bigger than the investment. Initially, it might seem like, oh my God, I'm spending so much money, but you don't know how much of a return you're going to get out of this investment. And sometimes people are scared and I know it can be scary. But one thing I know about Sasha is that if she tells you that she's going to do something, she's going to do it. If she tells you that this is going to sell, it is going to sell. So me not even trying to push that virtual acne bootcamp and I have made eight times the investment. Now imagine if I am constantly pushing it every single week, this is going to be insane. So mm-hmm. I definitely 100% recommend that. <laughs> Wait, why are you not pushing it every single week is my question. I, I know you're crazy busy. Uh, the reason I, I am not pushing it is because I don't have the time to sit down and create that content. I'm mm-hmm. actually working on the skincare product. We are making the move since the time we talked to you. A lot of things has changed. My husband uh, has left his job. We're moving completely to a different city because this city doesn't have that population we are hungry for. So we are moving close to Nike headquarters. Uh, yeah, 
So oh, these wow. are new things that I haven't shared with you. So I am just like waiting for the time. My school is finished in like September 12th and we're making the move and then I'll be actually ready to create content. And you know, with creating content, sometimes I just like, if I'm pushing, 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 and then there comes a time that I'm like exhausted. I'm like, okay, I can't yeah. do anything. So yeah. I want to bring that healthy balance. Um, that's mm -hmm. why I haven't pushed it. And I'm also like so busy that I can't take that many clients. So I've only had my Saturday open. I'm only taking two clients at the moment, which mm -hmm. I already have it this Saturday. So, yeah. and it's yeah. virtual acting bootcamp, by the way. That's good. Well, no, I totally hear you. And yeah, I, I agree. I think you've got to energetically be in the right place. And you've got so many other big things coming. This virtual acne bootcamp is the coolest thing that you do, but you're about to do some really amazing things. And this is only the beginning. So I'm very proud of you, though, by the way, for doing what you've done so far. Um, and I, you know, I hope that it gets incorporated in some of your future plans and you get excited about sharing it more because girl, I need your services. I'm always thinking like, I need to just hire her because I don't trust anyone around me. I'm too new to the area. So I just need to go to the pro. Oh my God. Uh, Sasha, I would, I would help you out any day you want me to tell me whatever you need. I can help you with. I'll do it. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Uh, so what role can a website play when it comes to a successful business? That's yeah. the question I have for you. Yeah. So Kind of back to the thing we were talking about with websites earlier, you know, our approach to them, we don't, first of all, we no longer just offer a one-off website. Like we don't just do one-off logos. We have our signature experience is called the revolutionary rebrand. So, and that's what you guys are going to be going through soon here. Um, so it really does encompass strategy, then the brand design, then the website design. So the way that we look at websites is we want them to basically be your evergreen sales machine. So I want that website to be your salesperson. So that means as soon as someone lands on the website, we want it to entice them. We want it to keep their attention, right? We want them to stay on the website. We want the website to answer any questions that customer might have. We want it to engage them. Again, we want them to check out the various pages and we also want them to find the freaking website. So that means we've yeah. got to do SEO and those kinds of things. Um, but the role that the website can play is it really can sell for you. I'm not going to say like make 10K while you sleep because, you know, that kind of language is garbage online these days. But the idea is, you know, if someone is looking for best esthetician in Seattle and they'll get a couple of different websites on Google. You know, we've all done this before. You open them all in different tabs. Most of them in the beauty industry, you're going to find what? Ugly stock photography that looks airbrushed. You're going to find lots of like whitewashed images that came from 1995. You're going to find, yeah. you know, very little meat and potatoes when it comes to that website, just usually here's a link to book, here's maybe a little blurb about us. Um, instead, what your website can do is really tell your brand story and really connect with your customer. It all comes down to connecting with the customer. If we threw up a one page sales page for you, Rosie, on the virtual bootcamp, you would never have to create content about it because you can mention it, link it to the sales page, and it does the selling for you because it already has the language and the layout and all of those kinds of things that acts as like 
that virtual salesperson, right? Because the best salespeople are not salespeople. The best salespeople are just trying to make a connection with that customer. And so that's how we approach websites. Yeah, it's so unique because honestly, I always thought website is just for people to like see what you're offering, but never thought it's like a sales machine. And it's so different because even in the past, if I've tried to like hire somebody to do the, my website, they haven't done the job that I expected. So I ended up doing my own website. I'm like, if I have to pay you that amount, and I'm going to do the same job, I would rather just do it myself. So that's why I think a lot of the time people in business have the fear of like, just giving that control, because sometimes you don't know if somebody can actually see the vision you have. And yeah. that's, the, that's the biggest thing that I think you hit the nail on when every time you see that somebody's what their vision is, and you just create exactly every website that you have actually sent looks so much different than the other. Like they don't have the same layout. They won't even have the same, like nothing looks the same. It all just looks so different on their own. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how I do it either. <laughs> how do you do it? It's seriously I don't like. Know. I just, it, we, I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun with website design. And um, I think my superpower is getting into the brains of my clients and also their potential customers and, you know, just having a really good pulse on what's a good user experience, because we've all been on those websites where half the buttons don't work or, you know, things are laid out. You don't know where to find the FAQs, you know, it's like a struggle. And so immediately you have, I think it's like three seconds to make a first impression when you land on a website. So I keep that in mind. If we're not making a great first impression in those first literally three seconds, then what's the point? And so I think a lot of people, especially like designers, you know, you find this in any industry, but yeah, a lot of people just want to take your money, you know, do the thing and be done. My goal is to literally only have like 15 clients all year and work so deeply with my clients because I am so vested, invested in their success. Um, like I hate when we work with a client and then we don't hear from them, not because they had a bad experience, but just because they're like, okay, my website's done. I'm done. Like, no, the website's just the beginning. Now, how do we, you know, go deeper? How do we help tell your story on all these other platforms and make sure that, you know, your website continues to work for you. And those are the things that we love to like think about and nurture relationships with our clients that way. I think your client retention is very strong just based on how I, have been, how, how I have been returning back back and forth every time. Uh, I feel like your, uh, your client retention is very, very strong. It's one thing getting a client, doing a service. And then another thing is that getting them hooked and loyal. That is what I think makes a business much more successful and sets you apart. It's, it's, it's your success is like not the numbers of followers. Like I know a lot of estheticians with like huge following when I was in Dallas, their clients would actually follow me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not a good sign. You might have the numbers, but your client retention is low. The retention mm-hmm. should be higher. That's what's going to show that your services actually are really something that is going to help their problems. And with you, I mean, I know so many estheticians. I mean, Brenna, which is one of my friends and you got, you did. Oh my God. I was blown away when I saw that video. I was like, God, that's so unique. It's like you said in your stories, you would see an esthetician doing a facial. That is the video. That is what we sell. 
but this mm-hmm. was her sitting in the chair with the lighting with the with the posture the attitude everything it was telling her story and i was like god damn she always fucking does it it is like it got me so excited i was like when can i have her yeah <laughs> i know i know we have to do you you and your husband we definitely have to do some cool shoot in the future but um yeah you know that's why i really like to push our clients and that's with our become the icon experience where we do like photo shoots and video shoots. Brenna, we haven't done her website yet. And if she's listening, she knows. I was like, girl, you better get in there this year because prices are going up next year. So you better get in there. Yeah. Um, but we did her brand strategy. We've done her brand identity design. And we've done um, a couple month retainers with our design on demand, which is like just video editing and social media graphic design and stuff like that. So she's been a long-term client of ours too. And she has such a unique point of view and a unique story. She's not like every esthetician. And the thing is, none of you are. You are all so unique and so different. The reason you got into the field, what you specialize in, how you connect with your customers is so different. Yet you're not like taught how to capitalize on that difference. And that's where, again, like brand strategy and actually having a company that wants your brand to grow, not just your Instagram to grow, you know, that's a completely different thing. And so that's, yeah, definitely what I love to do with our clients. Do you guys also do like uh, Instagram stuff to help people grow their Instagram? No, we did last year, we did offer social media marketing for maybe like six or eight months. We had a couple dozen clients, but I, I just don't, I, it's not for me, um, for a lot of reasons. I just, I, I think people want to overcomplicate it. I, um, I'll drop a little sneak peek. We do have something coming specific for the beauty industry, specific for social media, Um, which I'm very excited about in the next couple of months, it'll be coming. So stay tuned. Um, But I think that there's way too much complicated advice. And then people want social media managers to do all this complicated stuff when it's really so simple. Like you should see my marketing is garbage. I really do not do a great job marketing myself because I'm so dang busy. And I do very, very well for myself. And that's because I think of bigger things like the client experience. I think of our brand at large. You know, I treat people in a way that, like you said, makes them come back. And these are things that I teach my clients, right? It's not about having 200 new clients every year. What if we kept 100 clients really happy and they were so obsessed with you that they were booking every single month? That would be a completely different and easy experience in terms of marketing and really showing up where you can really scale your brand versus feeling like, you know, you're on a hamster wheel. Oh, I always need new clients, new, new, new. Your brand can do that work for you if you do it correctly. Yeah. It's, I think it, at the end of the day, it does come down to like a client retention and a way to, if you don't have to worry about attracting new clients, but the experience is so good. You probably don't have to pay too much for the marketing either because it's already marketed. They already want to come back to you. Uh, but I mean, social media, i that's just something I see is that it's so overly saturated with all these advice. Use this many hashtags. Do it this way. You know your video should be this ma- many minutes or it should be this many seconds. 
And then you're like, I'm at a place where I don't know. That's why sometimes I have a trouble creating content. Like which, which one do I have to follow? But what happens is the videos that I'm not even putting any effort, literally taking my phone out and talking about something. That's the one that goes viral. And I'm like, I didn't even edit. I didn't even put any effort. I didn't even have the proper lighting and it just did really well. But at the end of the day, I also think like the number of your followers might not be equal the number of your clients. Oh, definitely not. Mm -mm. I mean, I have my TikTok is 127K, but do I have 127K clients? Not really. Um, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just something that I feel like does not translate. And yes, that the the fact that you, are, um, you bring the brand strategy, become the icon, sell your service thing and the website is just all so interconnected that if you are getting one of that, you're going to have to need the rest of it. Like it can't go with just one of them. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my hope. Yeah. But you know, what's interesting and what's cool about you too, I think, you know, with the example that you gave is like, sometimes I just whip my phone out and that content does the best. I'm guessing, I just have a feeling that when you're in the zone, like energetically you're in the zone and something comes to you and it makes an impact to your client, right? To that potential client, or maybe you're speaking to estheticians, but let's just pretend you're speaking to something about skin to a client. When you have that confidence, when you have that clarity and you, I'm a little bit woo woo, like a little bit, you know, woo energy, but when you have that confidence and that clarity, and sometimes it comes here only here and there, right? It comes in the moment and you're like, here's my phone, here's this video. It's a mess, but the message is what goes viral, right? Or the message is what gets a lot of reaction to it. It's the energy in that video. In the same way that, you know, Brenna posted that video, she's got like a gazillion likes and things like that. Is she going to get appointments from it? I don't know. Who knows? She just posted it the other day, but it's the energy, the confidence, the clarity of this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is what I stand for. When you show up in that way, that's what attracts clients to you. If you're just, oh, what content do I post? Okay, three more tips about, you know, gua sha or something like that. It's boring. You know, if you're just doing what everyone else is doing because you feel like you have to, because you don't know what else you should do because you don't know your own brand. Yeah, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get burnt out and you're not going to want to post. And then your business won't grow and blah, blah, blah. It's the same cycle. So you know, what I'm going to do with you and, and your husband is help you have the clarity, the confidence on who the heck are we? What do we stand for? What are we actually doing here? What's the impact we're making? You know, what, what is the transformation for the client? So every single time you talk about your business, you have that clarity and that confidence, and it becomes a no brainer. Then you don't have to work as hard to come up with ideas because you already know what you're about right? Yeah. It's when we don't know what we're about. And then it's like, we try on all these different like styles and outfits and we're like, oh, everything looks ugly, you know? And so that's what we want to avoid. But that's where a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the beauty industry are because you guys don't have that support, you know? No, no. Every, yeah. I think like, at, especially like, I don't know if you know about the esthetician revolution right now that, that's going <laughs> on on social media. We are, after everything that has happened and what I have seen in the industry this year, like I'm going to be 30 and that is like 
I used to hear it from people that, oh, you, your thirties are going to be different. It's going to be like, you're going to be a different person. I'm like, huh? I don't think so. Anything is going to change. I'm probably going to look a little older, but that's about it. But no, it changes you as a person too. Like my thinking about what kind of brand am I going to bring? What kind of brands am I going to be working? How am I going to be looking in front of my ideal clients? What do they have? Like my perception of them is what's going to be that. All of that is like, a major change for me and I'm willing to take that leap of faith and even though it sometimes it's gut-wrenching because I don't know what's gonna happen it's the unknown but sometimes that's something you really do need in the business and we don't have that in the industry I see that every esthetician is like doing the same exact thing getting the same exact machines getting the same exact products working with the same exact brands but I'm like and even I have done that too in the past, been doing that for a while. Now it's the time to like, just be the revolution, change that, just transform yourself and move from that being the same, same basic person. Because yeah. like you said, we all have something very unique and different about us, which sets us apart. And yet we don't recognize that. And maybe working with somebody who can do brand strategy for us, knowing our brand is like, when I... I, I think about my brand right now, I'm so unclear and I cannot wait for our calls because I know that it's everything is going to click. And that's another reason I'm also not posting too much because I'm like, it would be great to do it when I have the right clearance and guidance so I can use and utilize my energy the right way. That's, yeah. that's something I wanted to throw out there. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I love the whole aesthetic revolution. And it's funny because like I mentioned before, our strategy branding website kind of package is called the revolutionary rebrand. And I've always felt that way about myself and about my favorite clients, yourself included, that there's a difference between running a business and creating a movement. And I believe that logos, they don't revolutionize industries. Logos do not lead movements. Brands do. That's kind of like my little tagline. So there's a big difference between like the women that I work with that are not just, oh, I just want to get more clients. I want to have 10K months. I want a pretty brand. Okay, then don't work with me. I don't want to work with you. I'm bored by that. It's not inspiring to me. There's another kind of entrepreneur woman and a lot in the aesthetic space, which I think is why I you know love the industry, I think more than anything else in the beauty industry is because there's such a connection to health and there's such a connection to truly taking care of yourself. And I, we work with primarily women owned brands. And I think women have such a power and opportunity to continue to revolutionize the world. And with beauty industry, what I love is like, we're doing it at the ground level, right? It's like within our communities, the impact that you can make on your hundred or 200 or whatever clients. And then what does that do for them in their lives and their communities? And so I'm not going to like cry, but I get so emotional thinking about the power of giving my clients or working with my clients to give them that confidence, to give them that clarity and to help them run successful brands and businesses. It's infinitely more powerful than just I have a pretty website and now I make money. Like, congratulations. Like, if that's what you care about, you're, you can be a good business owner. But we're interested in supporting people who 
want to be part of revolutions, who want to be part of movements. And to do that, you have to have a brand. And our brands are extensions of ourselves, right? It's like yeah. we're solving problems for those former versions of us. And I just think that that's so cool. It is. I I actually really agree with you on this topic because the reason um, we moved away from the Razi aesthetics and just focused on the one life because just the idea of one life, why are we doing it? Why we want our clients and patients to think about the, their one life is that was like us. When I sat down and I basically dig deep a little bit of like, why are we doing this? Why, why do you even want to call it one life? I asked my husband, I'm like, why not Razi Medical Aesthetics? What is the one life thing? Why, why do you want to do one life? So his answer was that because first of all, the one life is a reminder to me that as a physician, I need, I have this one life and I need to change my perspective about medicine. Instead of doing the conventional route, I need to treat the root cause of somebody's problem. He was, he made a post and he was saying that I, there's always a pill for every ill. Like, I don't want to do that. And mm -hmm. that was like the moment where I realized I'm like, shoot, I have been also doing the same thing, like treating the root cause of acne, treating the root cause of melasma. I don't want to just like do something for your skin where we are just like, let's apply this cream or a moisturizer, but what's going inside, we're not even looking at it. What's going internally in your brain, how those emotions and feelings and your anxiety is affecting your skin. We're not talking about that either. So mm -hmm. that moment of realizing that what that extension of our brand is from us that kind of made a lot of sense. And that's one thing I do see that our industry does have missing. And hopefully if people like get the chance to work with you, they would get to experience what I have experienced because I am very, very intentional where my money goes, very picky who I work with. And the moment I talked to you, that first call, I knew it in my gut. I'm like, I'm going to give her all my money. I'm just going to tell her to take care of me. That's about it. I talked to my, I talked to my husband so much. I'm like, we got to go with Sasha. Every time yeah. he would ask me, he was like, so we have talked to a couple other people who, who I'm like, you know, the answer. I'm like, I yeah. want to go with Sasha. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I think as soon as I heard your guy's idea, I was like, this is why we had like, you know, a bunch of discovery calls to kind of answer questions and things like that, because exactly what, you know, his idea was with One Life and what you do, which I already knew because we had worked together, is you're thinking about it from that movement brand level. Like you, you want to make that impact in the community. And so like the risk of not telling that story and the risk of not communicating that well, in my opinion, is huge. Like you have a huge risk if you don't go deep with your brand because you have the passion and the drive and the vision and the ambition. And not a lot of people will take the time to see what that is, to help you communicate it in the way that I know we're going to, we're going to knock it out of the yeah. park. And yes, you will definitely keep giving me money because you're going to keep making it and you guys are going to be so successful. And I just have no doubt. Like I have probably some of the highest confidence with you guys. Um, because of how clear you are with, you know, yeah. who you want to be, what you want to do. And I know we're still going to find, you know, clarity and things like that when we start working together. But um, I think, you know, not every business owner has to have that. Like if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't have that. I don't have that vision. I, I just want to do really great facials. I just want to really, you know, transform my client's skin. 
like that's okay like yeah. this kind yeah. of insanity <laughs> that you and me have Rosie yeah. is not for everybody and like that's okay too so I just don't want anyone to feel bad if they're like I'm just really happy with what I'm doing that's great that is so great you know there's just a different type of fire maybe or a different level of crazy in the best way that you know when you kind of get there and you become so hungry to make that vision a reality that's what I want to be like please let us work with you and help you (laughs) so I have a thing about immigrants I know you're an immigrant and I'm an immigrant too for some reason we have this fire in the pit of our stomach that we it's like it, it does not end for us and this is I feel like coming in a country where you have so many opportunities I feel like I would feel ashamed of myself for not using that opportunity and be like, my cousins who are in Afghanistan stuck can't go to school. They don't have this opportunity. They'll they'll probably kill for this opportunity. And now that Mm -hmm. I have it and I'm just like sitting on it and not doing anything. So that thing kind of gets me going. And that's why, like you said, it's, it's not for everybody. It's completely fine. Don't feel bad if you don't want to have like a revolutionary brand or you don't want to have like, a mission or something it's okay if you just want to do facials fine do that but mm-hmm. if you are an esthetician listening to this podcast who wants to actually change the industry and you don't know how to go about it you need to have somebody like Sasha behind you to guide you and tell you how to make those moves because sometimes you have to outsource sometimes you have to let go of the power I know as an entrepreneur sometimes you can be in control freak. I want to do it myself. No, you can't. I've tried it. I've done it. I think like you need the guidance. Same like a lot of the time I tell people like, no matter how much you try to fix your skin, best of luck. You're probably going to waste more money trying to fix it than to just letting me fix it for you. That's Mm -hmm. it. So yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, that's why I'm like, I really need to talk to you outside of this podcast because you can do all the things and take all the advice. And, you know, I probably have spent at least a college tuition on skincare since I started getting acne myself and I was like 20 or whatever. Um, And if I have only, I'm 36, this is so terrible to admit, I've only had two facials in my entire life because it's like a scary thing for me. So in the same way where, you know, it's scary to talk to people about branding or, you know, marketing and all those kinds of things, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, especially strong women, it's, of course, it's very scary to ask for help with all sorts of things in our lives. But I really believe that when we are able to be open um, and vulnerable, like we're so much stronger. So. Absolutely. By the way, it's okay if you I've only had two facials. Uh, like I said, uh, it starts from sometimes from the within of what we eat, how oh, how yeah. our lifestyle is and everything. And it's also 80, like mostly 80% is your home care. So it is fine. As long as we get you on a good home care and you have like a good, solid, healthy routine, you're going to be fine. It It's okay if you get facials twice or three times a year. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I mean like twice in my life, but my skin's not too bad. It's just, I do have the occasional, not even really breakout, just, you know, redness, whatever. We'll talk about it on another call. Like I just know I can have much nicer skin and I certainly can't figure it out on my own. So it's time that I get the help I need. Whatever you give more attention and care and love, it's going to grow. It's going to be healthier. So 
I'm here for you. But I wanted to thank you so much for taking time out and doing this podcast. I know you're a very busy woman and entrepreneur, and you have been just helping all these people. So just coming here and doing this podcast, it means a lot to me. So thank you so much for giving me your time, first of all. Of course. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. I could talk to you all day. So I know. Well, guys, I will go ahead and wrap up this session. If you guys need consultation, branding, website, like she just explained everything in the podcast, you need her, go ahead and book an appointment. Sasha is amazing. I can give you a guarantee that I've never given guarantee on anything in life, but this is one person I can give guarantee on that she will help you out. She will make the thing, whatever you want, she's going to do it. So go ahead and book an appointment with her. I'll share all her links, social media, website information, everything in the description of the podcast. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family, whoever needs help, um, send them Sasha's way. So that's all I have for you guys for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Till next time, keep glowing, keep growing. Bye.